This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Open for Business this morning. Malaysians are still wasting plenty of food despite having to fork out more money for meals nowadays. And according to the Solid Waste Management and Public Cleansing Corporation, you might know it as SW Corp, in 2021, Malaysians generated 17,007 tons of food waste per day in 2021. That's enough to fill one and a half Olympic-sized swimming pools. So not only are our landfills getting overloaded, the gas emissions from this is also harming our environment and recycling edible food waste has been a bit of a challenge. And there are ways and means around this. Now, there are some alternatives and they are available, they're safe, they're sustainable and they're affordable. And we can look at these ways to tackle food waste and turn them into things like fertilizers and other helpful applications with the use of insects. So on the phone with me from Singapore, it is Sean Tan. He is the CEO of Insect Feed Technologies. He discovered how to utilize tech to rear and breed the black soldier fly uh, to be incorporated into upcycling food waste. They use an in-house proprietary treatment that uh, translates black soldier fly larva into sustainable and healthier alternatives for animal feed and replaces chemical fertilizers for plants. Welcome to the show, Sean. How are you this morning? Hi, hi, Richard. Thanks, thanks for having me. Okay, so this pitch came into my inbox, and, and it's not every day that I get a headline about insects, um, you know. And, and so obviously, this this kind of piqued my interest. Um, why and how did you get involved in in this business? What were you doing before, and kind of what prompted you, I guess, to explore this idea further? Right. So. I mean, I mean, like, like how, 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 how we came to you, right? I was actually a government officer back uh, in Enterprise Singapore about three years ago. Mm. And um, like, like how it came to you, I was actually handed over a pitch by a startup, you know, who were trying to raise money uh, and they were actually looking at, you know, using insects, actually black soldier flies, in, in fact, to actually uh, to convert food waste into insect protein. So mm. that's how I knew about the whole concept, right? And as a government officer back then, we we're always looking for opportunities uh, to, to invest in, to actually help mm. startups uh, to grow in, in the new space. And in, in doing so, I mean, when these startups eventually grow big, you know, they contribute back to a certain industry or they or, or become, or they serve as strategic interests. And in this yeah. case, it was looking at you know, food security for Singapore. Because yeah. on one hand, you're, you're looking at using insects to solve the food waste problem, you know, basically using the food waste to feed the insects. And on the other hand, you get, um, protein, insect protein that we can use to feed animals, right? Mm, and mm. whatever the insects eat and they excrete out is actually fertilizer. So this is right. something that, you know, in Singapore, we do not even produce. Right. right? And, and just across the border, you hear um, about Singapore trying to be food secure during the cold COVID period. You know, there were a lot of food disruptions. So for us, this was something ideal. It was a, a solution that needs to be explored. You know, how can we scale this up? Mm. Uh, and that's how I got into it, right? And I realized that, you know, there were many, in fact, um, black spiritual fly companies across the world, not just yeah. in Singapore. You see that in Malaysia, in Indonesia, um, ranging from the very low tech, you know, just dump the waste, 
the insects eat and they grow properly. Uh, and, you, and then you have the super high tech ones, you know, in people are investing um, upwards of about uh, 200, 300 million uh, in, in Europe, just trying to make sure that, you know, uh, you can farm it in the most automated, most high tech way possible. The most efficient way possible. Yes, correct. And you uh, see that in, in Europe happening right now, right? So, you yeah. know, as a government officer and, and us being in Singaporeans, uh, or the Singapore government, you know, we had to make sure that, you know, we're prepared for the future. Okay. So um, for people at home who might not know the difference between mm-hmm. a normal kind of household fly and a black soldier fly, what what, what are the differences, I guess? Yeah. I mean, because some people might say, well, a fly is a fly, but it's not always the case, is it? Yeah, definitely. I had a very hard time, you know, convincing my, my family or even my grandparents, you know, just to tell them, the differences between flies, because uh, when I started out, I mean, I had to, I had to, I had to find out the easiest way to actually farm it, right? And uh, of course, I had to start out in my house, right? And uh, I think just going back to your question, I think one of the biggest differences is that uh, the black soldier fly adults, which is the, the adult fly itself, when you compare that to the house fly adult, um, it's a bit more tame. You know, it doesn't fly around, it doesn't irritate you, uh, and from a um, from from a from a safety perspective, from a public uh, safety perspective, your house flies mm. actually transmit diseases. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this is considered a pest, right? Mm, so mm. your black soldier flies are actually quite safe. They're quite dormant. They don't transmit any diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't feed uh, when they're adults. So they only feed when they are uh, during the larvae stage. So that yeah. makes it very easy to to farm or easy to contain. Uh, and when you compare that to even the house fly larvae itself, right? Uh, I mean, you, you don't get a lot of issues with that when you when you try to farm it in a large-scale basis. Mm-hmm. So how much of your research then, I, I guess, was you kind of going down the rabbit hole of, of discovering different flies and, you know, the, the life cycle and all of that kind of stuff? That must have been an interesting journey. Right, right, definitely. I think once you get started, you know, you, you kind of find it hard to, to stop, right? Because there's really just so many things that, um, so I mean, that, that you have to actually look at and, then, and just look at, you know, how to scale this up. Because right now, mm-hmm. I can tell you, you know, black soldier flies have been around for about at least four or five years right now. I mean, people are, are trying to farm it almost everywhere, right? But the key issue is always, it's about scalability, right? Right. Everyone knows this insect is good, you know? Okay, we have a potential solution out, uh, potential solution right now uh, to solve both the food waste and the food security problem. How do mm-hmm. we scale this up? Mm-hmm. And that's where technology is really lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for us, you know, we try to look at the whole value chain and see where we can plug in technology to make this whole process more efficient, more scalable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I know that you've uh, you're being helped out by Maranti as well. So the yeah. uh, Malaysian Research Accelerator for Technology and Innovation, obviously. Yes. So when you're talking about tech, they've obviously come in to help you out. How are they helping you out exactly? Right. So I think for them, they've been quite helpful in in make, making sure that you know we have the right uh, base uh, to, yeah. to begin off with in Malaysia. I mean, after all, I mean, they are the ones looking at uh, helping startups to grow in Malaysia on uh, mm. the ecosystem. Uh, for our start, they have been helping us with the market research, uh, reaching out to different partners that we might need uh, to scale up uh, the insect protein industry in Malaysia. Mm. Because if you think about it, for us, I might be producing the protein. I might be producing the, 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 the insect excrement into fertilizer. But I need partners mm. down the value chain to help me scale this production up. Mm-hmm. I need partners who can, you know, say, okay, I'm going to use this. I'm going to work out a contract with you and then use this in my farm. Right? Right. Um, and this is where, you know, we're talking about really scaling up volumes after that. 
Right. Well, just before we go into a break, because we are running out of time in this segment, um, talk to me very briefly about the last 12 months of your business. You know, Can you share some numbers for, for last year, like your, your targets, your roadmaps? Right. So last year, we have been pre- predominantly just focusing on the R&D aspect of things. We realized mm-hmm. that you know, there's definitely demand, right? but the problem is voice production. How do you keep up the supply of it? You know, we have yeah. get, gotten a lot of uh, interest, almost up to about 600 tons of interest um, just to buy our insect protein. Wow. Yeah, so 600 tons is a lot. I mean, if you just multiply that by the average price of about um, 3 US dollars mm-hmm. like per, per kilo, right? So that, that's quite a lot of uh, revenue that we can actually achieve. But the only issue is production. Right. So we've been really focusing on making sure that uh, we have developed a, a proprietary system that allows us to manufacture the whole insect production line um, end to end, just right from the from the baby larvae all the way to the harvesting, mm. in the most efficient way possible, and that's something that we can scale up. You know, build facilities across Malaysia, Indonesia, uh, using palm oil waste um, as a as a as a as a feed source to actually feed our insects. So that makes it more scalable. That makes yeah. it more sustainable, and also, yeah. um, I think, right to, to ensure that you know insect pr- protein production actually. Um, takes over the whole animal feed industry. Wow. Um, there's some very interesting points I'm going to come back to in just a second then. Folks, I have to take a short break here, but of course you are tuned into Open for Business. I'm on the phone with Sean Tan. He is the CEO of Insect Feed Technologies. Uh, so we're talking about alternatives to tackling food waste uh, and turning some of that food waste from these alternatives into things like fertilizer and, of course, animal feed. And we'll be right back after these messages here on Open for Business on BFM 89.9. Building Future Malaysia, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Rich Bradbury, and of course, I'm on the phone with Sean Tan, the CEO of Insect Feed Technologies. He's down there in Singapore, but I understand, Sean, that you are looking at expanding, of course, here into Malaysia over the next, uh, I don't know, few months, few years. Um, what do you think the, the market is right is like here in Malaysia for guys like you? Because as you mentioned earlier on in the interview, there are other players here in the market already here in Malaysia. What is it that you do differently you think compared to the ones that are here in Malaysia? Right. So I think we see the industry as having two main obstacles to scaling up. Right? Mm. The first thing is that right now, the current players are only able to, to use uh, a lot of uh, good quality waste. Like they're only limited to using uh, waste like beer grades, waste right. like soybean waste to feed the insects. Right. And technically that only makes up a very small portion about uh, about the whole, I mean, compared to the amount of waste that's being produced in Malaysia itself. You're, mm. you're, you're talking about the consumer food waste that's being produced, you're talking about the agri-waste that's being produced from the palm oil industries, from the uh, plantations, there's really so much more. Mm. Right? But these companies are limited to only using the very good types, the brewery waste, the soybean waste. Uh, and the reason for that is because they're limited by the technology to process uh, the food waste before they actually feed to the insects. Right, right. So, what we do differently is that we actually offer a solution through using fungi-assisted uh, waste uh, process, 
uh, to actually use that to actually unlock more nutrition in the different types of ways uh, that is actually present in Malaysia. And in doing so, it actually lowers the cost of production and makes this, make this whole insect production process more efficient, more, uh-huh. more scalable. Right, so right. That's one part, one part of it. The other obstacle that we see is, is that I mean, we see a lot of those companies that, you see, that are big in, in Malaysia already present. They're mostly European-based and they're right. looking to start up in, 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 in Malaysia. But what yeah. they bring to them is the European technology that is uh-huh. not suited for the local environment in Malaysia itself. Why is so that? What, about, what's, what's different about it? Is it yeah, because of the... Yeah, talking about... Are we talking about temperature differences? And you know what it's like when you buy a, a car from Europe and you bring it to Malaysia or Southeast Asia, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, in some way, right? Because um, they're, they're, they're talking about building mega facilities, uh, which are super expensive. Uh, right. Easily for a 200 ton per day facility, you're talking about 15 million US dollars. Hmm. Uh, just to build a facility and, and you're talking about bring a lot of waste just to one look just to one location which mm-hmm. might not make sense in, in a place like Malaysia right right so right. your 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 place are really far far away your waste areas are very far away so if you're talking about waste logistics it's a huge cost for them yeah 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 right yeah so what we're talking about here is building decentralized you know facilities that you can scale up across uh, Southeast Asia uh, in Malaysia east and west your different palm oil areas. Right. So we want to focus on that and build facilities there uh, where we can process waste uh, in a reasonable area, a uh, reasonable scale, but yet productive um, and, and ensures that we have good enough uh, production, huge volumes across. Mm. So what kind of commercial partners are you looking for then? You know, what, what has been a successful model for you already? Right. So, I mean, we, we, have, we have gotten investors uh, from Malaysia. I mean, one of our investors is actually uh, based in Sarawak. So they actually own palm oil plantations and they mm. have their own venture capital fund uh, and they decided to come into to, to our, to our business. Right? And what, what, what kind of strategic partners am I looking out for? I think firstly, we're looking for people uh, who have waste to, that they're producing a lot and they're not doing anything with it. So waste right. that you know, they think that they can upcycle right, and convert into something valuable. So that's something mm-hmm. that we're looking out for. So especially the palm oil industry, people in the potato industry, People in the durian industry where they have a lot of durian waste, pineapple waste, so yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Uh, so these are what we call strategic partners. Right? Okay. Um, yeah. Now, now, just moving on a little bit, I'm, I'm sure there are people at home listening. You know, we've been talking about flies and larvae and one thing or another. And for some people that might, you know, rile them a little bit. They might be a bit worried about, you know, is it safe for consumption? How do you ascertain yeah. stuff like, you know, quality, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, just the, the very idea of flies yeah. um, will get people worried about stuff like this. And we kind of addressed a little bit at the top of the show, but just to kind of reassure people, you know, uh, just how safe is the product for consumption when it goes into the food chain? Right. So, I mean, in Singapore, we, are at, we, are, we have to abide by the Singapore standards and they actually right. follow the EU standards, which is one of the strictest around in the world right now. Yeah. And uh, for us, uh, I think to be clear, uh, what we are targeting is actually to use the insects for animal feed and not for human consumption, or at yeah. least for now. Yeah. Right. So I think that, that that allows us to have a lower uh, bar compared to you when know, we're talking about human food. Whatsoever. But where we are targeting is really the pet food industry and the aqua feed industry. Where mm-hmm. again, the standards are still very high because it still relates to you know, people's pets uh, yeah. and of course the food chain itself. Right? So uh, right now we, we are adhering to standards where we are not using uh, waste uh, that are from consumers. That means uh, 
the kinds that you get from hawker centers where they could be contaminated with uh, right. different things, uh, plastics, yeah. metals. So this, these are kinds of ways that we don't use uh, because we get that there's a risk of uh, contamination by microplastics so and so forth. Right. right. So we, we make sure that, you know, this you will know, be passed through those standards. Right. So um, for some people listening at home, they, that, that, I think that would have kind of allayed a lot of their fears because they're thinking, oh, they're just taking this stuff from the mamak, they're throwing yeah. it into a tub, and it's not like that at all, is it? No. No, it's not like that. Um, but, but, but that's something that we're looking to explore. I think mm. um, the key issue is always about, you know, the other contaminants that are, that are present, like plastic, metal, people just dump in random things. Yeah, um, yeah. To that, right? Uh, but if it's uh, in a controlled environment, like we're talking about hotels, you know, yeah. where there's no plastic waste in the food waste, it's yeah. potentially something that we could explore. Mm. Okay. Um, I suppose before I wrap up then, I mean, you briefly alluded to it earlier on. Let's talk a little bit as just about funding, just to kind of wrap up. How much have you managed to raise so far? Um, who, who are your key investors uh, if you can share that, and yeah. how much, <laughs> and how much are you, plan- and how much more are you planning to raise to help you expand? Right. right. So we've been quite lucky. Uh, we've gotten quite a bit of uh, government grants uh, in terms of research support uh, in Singapore and also manpower support. So that that totals about at least about five hundred thousand Singapore dollars. So about mm. one point five million ringgit. Uh, on top of that, we also raised about a million dollars Singapore dollar. So three million ringgit uh, from very well known institutional investors. Uh, mm. So we have one key investor. Uh, he's they're, they're from Japan. They're, they're, they're called Misoto. Okay. Right? And he's headed by this founder called uh, billionaire founder called Taizo San. So Taizo San, he, I mean, his surname is actually uh, should ring a bell. His brother is the founder of SoftBank. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It, so, it, it did ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. So uh, for Taizo, uh, he, he he's really into the whole agri space, uh, looking at impact investing. Looking at mm-hmm. technology-driven or impact investing, right? and we're quite lucky to have uh, received his investment, and of course mm-hmm. his whole support network uh, to help us propel our technology and move it into scalability. Mm-hmm. Uh, another investor I mentioned, uh, they are they are called uh, TSG Group, uh, or rather Design Future Ventures by their name, uh, and they are based in, in in Sarawak, looking at a lot of the investments uh, into the plantation, into sustainable agriculture. Mm-hmm. Uh, another investor we have is actually a SGX listed company uh, called Anglo, based in Singapore itself. Right? And, and for us right now, uh, we're looking to raise uh, roughly about US $3 million, uh, right. to actually scale up uh, in different parts of Malaysia at one go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have already mm-hmm. run our trials, we already know our system works, mm-hmm. uh, and right now it's really about commercial scalability. Okay, and now I'm going to ask you like a a human-based question now, yeah. just, to, just to wrap up the show. I mean, we've, we've talked business, we've talked funding. Um, how long have you been running this business again, Sean? Yeah, almost close to three years. <laughs> close to three years, right? So in, picture yourself four years ago. You know, was, was, was this something that you would ever have thought about yourself doing? And how do you feel about doing it now? Right. I, I think I would never thought of myself as an insect farmer. Right, uh, I was talking myself doing something on my own, right? So, like a startup that is really dri- driven uh, towards a purpose, of fulfilling a purpose for the, for the greater good of mankind. Uh, mm. But maybe not insect farming, right? Uh, but for, for me, it's really about, you know, I see it as opportunity. Uh, and right now, I think it's the right space to be in to make sure that, you know, I can provide the fullest uh, support, contribution to, to, this, to this industry, right? So that's, mm. why, that's why I got into that. Um, yeah, but, but definitely no regrets. Uh, 
I, uh, I think definitely excited for what's to come uh, yeah. and, 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 <laughs> and I hope to see you in Malaysia <laughs> yes yes when, you, when you're here come, come say hi come say hi for sure definitely definitely Sean that was a fascinating interview thank you very much for your time this morning yeah thank you very much Richard okay folks I went on the phone with uh, Sean Tan he is the CEO of Insect Feed Technologies he discovered how to utilize technology to rear and breed the black soldier fly to be incorporated in upcycling food waste through an in-house proprietary treatment the team then translates black soldier fly larvae into a sustainable and healthier alternative for animal feed and replaces chemical fertilizers for plants well done Sean thank you very much for joining us on the show this morning if you missed any part of this show download the podcast wherever you normally get it from I recommend the BFM app it's available from the Apple App Store or Google Play my name is Rich Bradbury for Open for Business here on BFM 89.9 listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.